We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yep. Welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. So Lee Zeldin has conceded the race. But, you know, there's some interesting things, too. Uh... Kathy Hochul is from Hamburg, and we alluded to this earlier. She didn't do very well in Hamburg. She lost Hamburg by 1,500 votes. So if the people who know you the best reject you, that speaks volumes. But it doesn't matter because of New York City. Kathy Hochul, who campaigned as Annie Oakley, Uh, when she was going for Congress in a very pro-gun district, suddenly became anti-gun and very far to the left, appealing to all of those millions of voters in New York City, and it paid off. Uh, Paid off for Kathy Hochul, who is going to be the first female elected to the presidency of the United States because she is the luckiest human being I've ever seen in public life or private life. She really, she should have bought Powerball tickets if she didn't because she would have won. She'd win every single time, okay? But uh, Lee Zeldin, look, Lee Zeldin ran as almost as good a campaign as anybody could possibly run in New York State given the simple mathematics, and it wasn't enough. So are you ever going to see a non-Democrat winning a statewide office. All the old people who died of COVID in nursing homes didn't matter. Crime running amok didn't matter. Every police officer, corrections officer, uh, has nothing good to say, at least not the ones I know, about Kathy Hall. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Her strategy was go to the left, win New York City, hang out with AOC and others, and win. And that's exactly how things played out. And you can look at the map of New York State. Lee Zeldin won most of the counties. But where the voters are um, concentrated in urban areas, Kathy Hochul won. And Lee Zeldin conceded. But Erie County is so interesting for a couple of reasons. Number one, Kathy Hochul did not win her own hometown. Do you have any idea how embarrassing that has got to be for somebody not to win your own hometown. I mean, to me, that speaks volumes. It doesn't change a damn thing, but it speaks volumes. Um, And Mickey Kearns, 27,000 vote victory over the drama queen from Eden. You'll forgive me, but that's just the way I view her. So anyway, 803-0930, the phone number, star 930, the cell phone, 
and 1-800-616-WBEN. Another takeaway I would posit with you is that uh, Mickey Kearns has a very good shot at being the next Erie County executive. Now, Mark Polinkars, from what I hear, he's been angling for a state job because he knows the jig is up because there was polling done about a year ago, little ha- little hazy on dates these days, but there was polling done, and in a hypothetical race, Mickey Kearns would defeat Mark Polinkars. So Mark Polinkars, knowing that his shelf life is also coming to an end, he's trying to get out while the getting's good, and he's been trying to get out. He doesn't want to be he, – he knows he's going to lose in the next election, which is a paradox, isn't it? Because Erie County has a hell of a lot more Democrats than it does Republicans. Yet Mickey Kearns is a proven vote-getter in Erie County. He is a Democrat slayer. Same thing with uh, the sheriff, John Garcia. He actually won. Um, there are – anomalies that sometimes happen that I cannot explain, my friends. I cannot explain. But just for the record, just so we're all real clear on this, guys, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm nothing. I'm an independent voter. I have a certain way in which I view the world, and I vote accordingly, but I do not belong to any party. And how could I possibly respect any party that would have me? 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And as far as this idea that, well, the election yesterday makes us a less divided country. Really? Then how come there are so many races that are still too close to call? This country is more divided than it has ever been. More divided than ever. And look, I hate to say this. It does, it does my heart no good to say this, but you cannot have a nation in the long term survive as a nation when you've got half the people thinking things ought to be one way and the other half thinking the things ought to be diametrically the other way. You it doesn't you cannot long endure uh, in that situation. And if you think countries can't break apart Uh, I suggest you go back to the early 1990s and uh, take a look at the Soviet Union. It's not on the map anymore. It it broke apart. It fell apart. Now, different reasons than our own nation, but nothing lasts forever. If it did, we would be part of the Roman Empire. Or maybe the Greeks, they had better food. Well, that's a toss-up, actually. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, I, I, I said that, and then I thought of Retsina, which, um, yeah. But, but then I thought of Uzo, and that changed a little bit, too. Okay, Valerie in um, Depew is on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. How are you? Great. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm calling in because, you know, I'm sitting here listening to you for the last hour, and I keep hearing, you know, as far as the election yesterday, yes, I was disappointed um, as far as the Republican vote was concerned. But my main thing, the reason why I'm calling in is because um, I keep hearing you say about Donald Trump to put him in the rearview mirror. And I, I want to just say that I think that maybe people are forgetting that his good outweighs his his bad, um, as far as the United States of America is concerned. Um, 
we were energy independent. We had everybody in the world basically in check. You know, we had, you know, Iraq in check, Iran, South, you know, North Korea, um, Russia, China. Right. That was that um, that was that was then. This then, this is now. Right. And this is now. And I feel that if he was still president and elected again, that, you know, our border crisis that we have, everything that good that the man did for our country outweighs. And I'm sitting here trying to think, well, what bad did he do? You know, I know he's Donald Trump. We we all know how he talks and and, and, and he acts me, like he acts like an ass. I mean, can yeah, we can we just put yeah, it plain and simple? He acts like an ass when when you've got. Let me just interject this, and then you can talk as much as you want. When you've got Donald Trump whining like a little child about Ron DeSanctimonious trying to sabotage people in his own party, how in the hell is that helpful to the country or the Republicans? I do understand that. I did not like that remark that he made. Um, Politically, though, they're all going to put jabs at each other. That's what they do. That's just what they do. It's, it's not, not what the Democrats do. They had Biden, Hillary Clinton, Obama campaigning for Kathy Hochul and many others across the country. They get their act together. And meanwhile, on the other side, you got Donald Trump shooting arrows at, at other Republicans. How does that help the Republicans and how does it help DeSantis, the country? DeSantis has got to stay in Florida. He has to, he has to stay in Florida. DeSantis, I hope and pray he does not run for president because we need him in Florida. And and I look at it as you get Trump back in for another four years and then you get DeSantis in after him for eight. Yeah, I don't want all, all due respect. I don't want a guy in his late 70s taking over as president. Donald Trump is right now 76 years old. Joe Biden is 79. In my opinion, that's too old. I know, Tom. I know. But I feel we have no other choice. To save our country, I feel we have no other choice. Mm, you know what? I would have agreed with you. I would have agreed with you in 2020. I don't agree with you anymore. Um, Donald Trump uh, is just not. Donald Trump, he didn't have the Midas touch. The people he supported, for the most part, did not win. I know that. He's and a damaged I, brand. He's like the Ford Edsel of the Republican Party now. Might have come out okay, but it's a, he's a rusted Hulk now. I don't feel that because I feel that we were we were more respected across the world when he was our president than we are now today in 2022. Um, things would not be happening right now. If he was still in office. Right, but he and isn't. We all know that. But he isn't in office. He is not the that. president. Now he is an outsider who seems to uh, shoot arrows at his own party as much as he does the other side. In what possible way is that helpful to the country? If we lose DeSantis in Florida. We so lose what if, if we lose him in Florida? The United States is bigger than Florida, don't you think? Um, yes, I do agree, um, but Tom, I just I, I cannot wrap my brain around everything that's going on right now in the world and in our country. But if you're with not happy, if you're not happy with the way things are going right now, you should be praying every night that Donald Trump gets the hell out of the way and shuts up. 
well, I pray every night for all the people of the world. Basically, that's what I pray for. Um, I, I feel we have no other choice. I just feel there's nobody else out there right now in the United States to be the president and lead us, lead our country back to what we need, to, to what we need. I uh, feel there's no other person out there. Ted Cruz, Ron DeSantis would be two of those people. Nikki Haley might be another. The mm. Donald, look, I, it, this is a, a matter of opinion. We can go back and forth in this uh, all day long. Donald Trump acts like a spoiled child. I, I would not want my children to act like Donald Trump acts, okay? And I think his act has gone stale. And if it was vaudeville, he should have gotten the hook at least two years ago. He didn't help any. He didn't help anybody. Who he helped? What a couple of candidates, but most of the candidates for whom he lobbied. And I mean, a guy who had a stroke beat his candidate in Pennsylvania. That's pathetic. The one thing I do. The one thing, Tom, I do agree with you. And this was earlier in the show when I was listening. I do agree. He should have stayed out of the elections. So these are midterms. They're only midterms. I never vote in the midterm. I voted this year in the midterm, but I normally never vote in midterm. Uh, my significant other, your life partner, he, he passed away. I We've never voted in midterms, never. I did this year, though, because it was important. It was the governor. Um, Donald Trump should have stayed out of the elections. I strongly believe that. I feel that. But if you think he's the savior of America, why should he have stayed out of the midterms? Well, I feel he's the savior of our country because the midterms is just all our little towns. They're it's just it's, all our it's the Senate. Control of the Senate and the House were up for grabs. That's, it's not some I little podunk election. I, I know that. But he I just feel that he did not help. He did not help in our little midterm election. So if he couldn't help a guy get elected over a dude who had a speech-affecting stroke, how was he going to get himself elected? I've never heard of a president in my life being involved in midterm elections. Uh, you, you need to go back. Yeah, you need to go back and do a little research on that one. Because, um, uh, <clears throat> I mean, excuse yeah, me, but Barack Obama and uh, Joe Biden— and Bill Clinton, they were all over the place. And they're former presidents. Well, they well were one still year. is. Right. They were this, I know. Um, I just feel that um, I'm very disappointed. And yesterday, um, as far as New York State's concerned, very disappointed. And um, I just feel that this country right now, we need, and I know, I, I, I just feel that we need a very strong person and i feel that trump what he did from 2016 to 2020 worldwide worldwide just not just for our country but worldwide had everybody in check and that's that's just me that's my opinion and i'm not going to apologize for it um you shouldn't. I just feel right. I just feel right now that the world is going in a really bad place. I, all right. Th- um, thank you. I got. I do have to get to some other God. people. I, I'm glad you called. Um, I'm going to use a music analogy uh, to Donald Trump. You know, there was a time Bob Dylan 
came to Buffalo in the late 1970s um, wearing his leather outfit and sitting there in the center of the stage at the old auditorium, and he was great. He was phenomenal. It was the street legal tour of Bob Dylan. Last time Bob Dylan was in town that I saw him, he was at Shays. He was a shell of his former self, and it was actually sad to watch to the point where I told you on the air, if Bob Dylan was playing in my basement and I was in my living room, I wouldn't bother going in the basement to see Bob Dylan. It's kind of the way I feel about Donald Trump. He had his time, he had his moment, and it's gone. If you want to win an election in the United States and you have Republican after your name, you have got to draw people from the center. And what we saw yesterday is that if Donald, by and large, if Donald Trump campaigned for you, you lost. And you lost from the center. If the name of the game is winning, then Donald Trump is not your horse. Not in 2022. This is not 2016. And Hillary Clinton, let's not forget, Hillary Clinton was a, you either love, I'm sorry, you either were lukewarm about Hillary or you love, or, or you hated Hillary. You, you're either lukewarm or you hated her. And that's one of the reasons why, my opinion, Donald Trump was able to defeat Hillary Clinton. Because she had so many negatives, so many negatives. And, you know, again, if Donald Trump is the answer in 2024, explain to me why virtually every candidate for whom he campaigned lost to a Democrat. Explain that to me. Dr. Oz couldn't even beat a guy who has issues speaking because of a stroke in Pennsylvania. Now, if that doesn't once and for all make the argument that Trump is done, I don't know what is. And if you are a Republican who is sick and tired of the direction the country is heading in right now and New York State is heading in right now, how do you really feel about Trump going after the heir apparent Ron DeSantis, who did a great job in Florida during COVID, who has a multi-billion dollar surplus in the state of Florida without, by the way, a personal income tax, why would you be in favor of a guy who is already stabbing the heir apparent in the back? How does that help you? It doesn't help you. It really doesn't. I'm sorry. I voted for Donald Trump twice. If he was on the ballot in 2024, yeah, I'd vote for him again. But I don't think he can win, and I don't think he helps. Sometimes you got to know when the game is up. Sometimes you got to know when to say, had your day in the sun, and it's time to just retire to Mar-a-Lago and uh, reactivate your Twitter account and have some fun. But the whole Ron DeSanctimonious thing, I'll tell you something. That turned me off of Donald Trump. He was uh, he was middling to me. But when he went after DeSantis, done. I'm done. The, the, the Democrats lobby for their candidates. Biden, Obama, Clinton. They were all in for Kathy Hochul, okay? And, and many other Democrats across. You didn't hear them insulting other Democrat candidates. Yet, your Donald Trump... Is, is taking shots at other Republicans. Why? How would that? How does that possibly help you? It doesn't. It doesn't. It. You know, he's like the Jack Eichel when he was on the Sabers of American politics. 
There's some things I would say, but I'd get sued. <laughs> it is uh, 326 at News Radio 930, WBEN. Sometimes you win by subtraction. And when the Sabres unloaded Jack Eichel, that was a win for the Sabres organization, right? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome. Your uh, takeaways from the election of 2022. Your takeaways. Some uh, some interesting stuff, like Mickey Kearns in a heavily Democrat county beating Melissa Hartman by, what, 27,000 votes. Kathy Hochul losing by 1,500 votes her own hometown. That, you know what, I'm sure she's ecstatic about her victory, but that's got to hurt just a little bit. I'm just saying, the people who know me best didn't vote for me? <laughs> but mark my words, she'll be the first woman elected president of the United States. Why? Because early in life, Kathy Hochul sat on a golden horseshoe. It has been rectally embedded her entire life. There's never been a human being luckier than Kathy Hochul. It's unfreaking canny uh, back to the calls. Here is uh, Dan in uh, Chictawaga. Dan, hello. You are on. Hello, sir. How are you? Ah, beautiful um, day. I, uh, you know, I've been listening, uh, and your comments related to uh, Trump are right on, right on the money. Well, uh, not everybody, not everybody agrees with me, and uh, I didn't expect everybody to agree with yeah. me. And it, it, it is, it is what it is. I'm a pragmatist above anything else. Well, I'm a hardcore Republican, but uh, the last election I chose not to vote at all, just because he was he was running after after uh, the way he acted and all that. And uh, uh, the other comment I had, and I got to run then, is the fact that uh, Kathy Hochul won all those vote, votes from the uh, criminals that are getting off scot free every day. So. That, that's it. I got to run, unfortunately. Okay, go run. Go run. 
I don't like to. I don't like to feel like I'm holding anybody up. Um, yeah. Well, uh, look, I don't know the extent to which uh, thieves and criminals and their families vote. My suspicion is that thieves and criminals are not terribly civically involved, nor are their families. Um, I would like to see some data on that. Let's go to Jessica and Clarence on WBEN. Your takeaway from 2022. Hi, Tom. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I was working the polls yesterday, and as a poll worker, when people are logging in, I can see their party affiliation. And I am in a conservative district, so I was working in a pretty conservative district, and uh, I saw very high Dem turnout, and it did concern me. Um, and then that didn't, you know, and then at my lunch break, I was talking to some people and they're like, oh, no, no, the Republicans are coming out later. Da, da, da. I'm like, this is no, I've done a lot of elections and this is really high them turnout. And they just kept coming and coming and coming. So when I went to bed last night, I was concerned. But I I agree with what you're saying about Trump. I think another um, point to consider is when he was kind of toying with the idea of making an announcement on election eve my theory is that motivated democrats even more to go to the polls because you know they're just the thought of that is putting them over the edge and i i agree that it's you know he's it's almost like the kiss of death well i i i beg i beg to differ because i don't think most people watched the trump rally before elect before election day but i do know this the democrat party uh, historically does a hell of a lot better job getting out the vote than the Republican Party. The old joke used to be, I don't belong to an organized party, I'm a Democrat. Well, that shoe's on the other foot now. The Republicans are disorderly and disorganized. The Democrats know how to get people out to vote. And that it, it's axiomatic in politics that if you want to win, you got to get your people out to vote, even if they're dead. Right. And what you're saying about DeSantis, too. I mean, I don't I agree. I don't it's distasteful that he's taking shots at him. I mean, he has a proven record. Obviously, Trump has a proven record, but DeSantis has a proven record and he's governing well and he's standing up for his people. He has turned that state into a true red, bright red fire engine red state. And, you know, Lee Zeldin, he did well, too, because he was able to turn four seats, you know, in New York. So between New York and Florida, we, you know, we gained eight house seats, but these other states, I mean, I now, I, I was telling some of my friends, I'm like, I'm sorry, but Pennsylvania, you now, you take the crown from California for being the stupidest state, because the fact that they elected someone that is medically, you know, incapable, I don't know how he's going to run, how he's going to do his job in the Senate. Uh, well, it's not the first time in American history where people who've been uh, medically unsound have held high office. Woodrow Wilson, in his second term, was uh, pretty much in the same position. His wife, Edith, ran the country as the executive. Maybe Edith Wilson was the first female president of the United States. Um, but, yeah, yeah. anyway, um, I, I don't understand it. But, again, um, Op- Oprah's endorsement means more than Donald Trump's. I kind of thought that that wouldn't. I thought she was kind of old news, but I guess so. Nope. Oprah, uh, if if you're running for office and you've got a choice between being endorsed by Oprah or being endorsed by Trump, go with Oprah. Man, She runs the world, I'm telling you. All right, thank you. Thank you very much. And she's not even skull and bones. She could be one of the Illuminati, though.
I'm starting to wonder. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Your takeaway from the election of uh, 2022. Here is Luke. Love that name. Luke and a cell phone. You're on WBEN. Hello. Well, I'm going to – your other callers uh, have inspired me on uh, two things. On Monday, November 7th, social service recipients received an unexpected $1,400 stipend. That is verifiable, unexpectedly, okay? On Monday, day before election. Uh, the other thing I wanted to get at it was uh, last month, myself and two acquaintances were in, at different times, we went down to Pennsylvania to get either a pistol permit or hunting permit. Uh, so I'm talking to a buddy of mine today, and we're talking about the Pennsylvania election. And he's telling me how himself and another acquaintance uh, within the last couple of weeks got a absentee mail-in ballot from Pennsylvania. And when he told me, I'm thinking, wait a minute. When I went down to Pennsylvania, uh, it, I was heading down south for a trip. So I made a side trip into PA to get my pistol permit in PA. When I got back, I had a whole stack of mail. I'm going through the mail, trying to get rid of you know whatever was important versus just junk mail. I did come across something from Pennsylvania about a ballot and voting. And I'm thinking, oh, I must be on their, uh, you know, their mailing list now. I realized after talking to my friend, I also received an absentee mail-in ballot from Pennsylvania. Now, when you go to Pennsylvania, you have to show two things. The first thing they ask for identification is you show your driver license ID. Okay. Second thing is they want to see your pistol permit. I showed both. It was pretty obvious that myself and two other people were registered uh, citizens of New York State. But yet we received mail-in ballots. Now, in several other media, in several uh, print media, there were various stories about the Pennsylvania Election Commission sending out over 255,000 absentee ballots to people. And the problem was they could not verify. The Republicans were looking into this, and they said, they couldn't verify if these people were actual people and or residents of Pennsylvania, or are they registered voters? I know three of them that got uh, mail-in ballots. Well, look, that, that's something that the uh, Pennsylvania Republican Party should look into and investigate. It was a very, very close rate. race. Was it determinative? I, I have no way of knowing. But I'm not a big fan of mail-in voting. I am not either, but when I've read, read the story uh, about the, the, the questionable ballots sent out, and three people that I know got mail and ballots from PA, Fetterman won fair and square, uh, no. Uh-uh. I don't know. I don't know whether he did or not. But the fact that it was even that close is disturbing. It shouldn't have been close. If you've no, got somebody who has to use closed captioning, um, I'm sorry, but that's a real problem. Well, if you also remember, on the day of the debate, AT and T was the live feed for the citizens of Pennsylvania to watch the debate. Right before the debate, AT&T developed technical difficulties, so the people in PA never got to watch the live debate. Yeah, I, I don't remember that. I mean, honestly, I don't pay that much attention to Pennsylvania. Uh, I, that, I know it's that, there. That, that I just... has made the news uh, on several news stations about uh, what happened. The, the people in PA never got the chance to watch the live debate. I mean, after all, they knew this guy was a dumpster fire, and they didn't want to show it. 
Well, again, that's something the uh, Pennsylvania GOP should have uh, made a big deal out of. If if there was anything to it, then they should have made a big deal out of it. And if they didn't, they didn't. That's on them. I just don't. I don't think the GOP knows how to really win elections. Well, I don't think they know, know how to get there. I don't think they know how to fight in the trenches politically. I really don't. I can hardly wait for the presidential election so I can go to PA and go vote also. Well, you can't do that if you vote in New York State because then you uh, sub- you subject yourself to all kinds of. Uh... Oh, I, I know. I'm, I'm being facetious. But... All right. I, I I thank you. I thank you very much. I mean, right. look the 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 fact the fact that it was even close is it shouldn't have been close. Is the point? No matter how many mail-in ballots Pennsylvania sent out to people who ought not to vote in Pennsylvania. That's really disturbing. And look, I mean, I, I hope that uh, Fetterman has a full and complete recovery. But my goodness, it, it shouldn't. It sh- we shouldn't. E- this conversation shouldn't even be taking place. It shouldn't even be happening. But yet it is. Um, and I think that really bespeaks to the, frankly, ineptness and incompetence of the Republican Party to get out the vote and to street fight. As politicians, they don't know how to do it, nor do they over-enunciate. Here's uh, Steve in uh, Amherst. You're on WBEN. Hello. I want to say one thing that I will not say Trump is the reason why Republicans got hurt in this election here, because it shows one thing. When we do that and, and, and say this publicly— we're showing that the Republicans are in disarray and not unified like the Democrats are. There's one other issue that I feel that if the Republicans could change their stance on, all these close elections across America might have tilted back to the Republicans over the Democrats, and that's the abortion issue. Republicans should take that stance and say it's a woman's right to choose, and then the Republicans need the conservatives to stay with the party and not flip on it. And that's why I think we're losing. And that's really all I have to say, Tom. All right. Thank you uh, very much. Ignoring um, what is going on in the Republican Party, I think, would be doing a disservice to you guys. What what is somebody supposed to say that the Republican Party is just fine? It was supposed to have been a red wave. Didn't really work out that way, did it? There's a lot of races that are still too close to call. And you've got a guy who is supposed to be, in many people's mind, the standard bearer of 2024, taking shots at other people in the party. Don't blame people who are identifying the guy who's taking shots. We're not the problem. We're not the problem. Trump is the problem. He's a big problem for the Republican Party. You don't take shots at Ron DeSantis or other Republicans. The people who are telling you he's taking the shots aren't the issue. Trump is the issue. The man acts like an ass, and that's a big reason why he did not get reelected. I'm sorry, but I I told you I voted for him twice, but the Bob Dylan concert is the best analogy that I can come up with. Maybe it's not the best, but uh, it's, uh, I think, quite uh, quite valid. Uh, Anyway, it is uh, three. Would you want your kid acting like Donald Trump? Would you want your kid acting like Trump? Because I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Um, anyway, it is, uh, you know, the, the best compliment that I get a, as a parent is not, well, your daughter's a brilliant lawyer. That's not the best compliment. The best compliment I get is, your daughter's a really nice person. Um, my son keeps to himself, but he's cool, too. 
I don't know, Josh, maybe I could run for Senate. Um, anyway, let's get back to the calls. He he just he just showed me the temperature, and I zoned out, man, I'm telling you. Um, anyway, uh, let's go back to the calls. It is uh, Pat in uh, Mayville on the hill overlooking the lake. Pat, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. Uh, I'm glad you brought this elephant up in the room. Um, you brought the topic up because uh, about Trump. Because uh, I, too, voted for him. Uh, I liked some of his policies, and I thought they helped the country. Of course, I always thought he acted like a jackass. That goes without saying. But I really feel like, you know, he's gotten to this point where he'd throw his kids under the bus if it meant that he could elevate himself or his uh, political ambition. First, I was turned off when in the... Uh, the election in 2016, he said that Ted Cruz's dad was somehow associated or involved with the assassination of President Kennedy. Well, there actually is a photograph of Lee Oswald handing out leaflets by the uh, International Trade Mart in New Orleans, who does look an awful lot like Rafael Cruz. I mean, Donald Trump is not the first person to wonder, uh, but Oswald hired those people. So, you know, let's put it this way. Um, If Donald Donald Trump was that concerned about the assassination of President Kennedy, he should have ordered a full and total release of all documents, not this piecemeal stuff. But we all know the CIA did it, so. No, he just just said it because he he will insult. If if he feels someone can further his uh, ambition, they're the best person in the world. If they're an impediment, he throws them under the bus. And I get this as politics. But his most loyal ally, Mike Pence, after the election, threw him under the bus. That guy was as loyal as they come. And uh, I'm just I'm just so tired of it. And then this thing with De- DeSantis really made my blood boil. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. Two days before, uh, you know, the primaries, he's. He's, what's he doing? You know, what's he doing? Why is he saying this? How is he exactly what you said? Why is he hurting his own party? Does he care about the United States of America? Uh, you know, I'm starting to think he doesn't. It's just it's just ambition. Everybody has a tipping point. And, you know, in in, in a marriage um, or a toxic relationship, you can make excuses, make excuses, make excuses. But then there's one incident that makes you say, you know what, I'm done with this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was turned off by the whole January 6th thing. I'm sorry, it just, that thing, that it just turned me off. I, I It just, it totally did, and how he carried on. I think in terms of... Hope well, to me, that was a kangaroo court reminiscent of... Uh, Joe Stalin would have been very happy with the January 6th commission, but that's another story. Oh, I'm no, just... not, not the commission. I mean, the whole charade that... That whole day, I just, I, I thought it was a, well, whatever. I It turned me off. But anyway, he didn't exactly call off the mob either, you know. But, uh, yeah, he, exactly. I mean, the whole the whole um, thing with Hillary Clinton and the dossier. And that, yeah, he, I mean, he had a political enemies and things have been said against him that were totally ridiculous, too. But he is the king of the art. And then, you know, I really think that New York, it will only become more blue because, as, uh, as somebody said, you know, people are voting with their feet. And that's why, you know, anyone who has conservative values or, you know, uh, sick of the taxation, whatever, are, they're moving to these states like Florida and so forth. 
So, uh, yeah, I'm just so glad you brought it up. About, you know, I really do hope he doesn't run and just he, – he just likes a bloodbath. You know, I just get that impression. And that's not – we're in a different place. Just like you said, we're in a different place than we were in, uh, in 2016. All right, love. i got to move on. Thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate it. You know, that actually gives me an idea for a topic after four. If you're living outside of New York State listening to the show – have you found the promised land? I spent a few minutes talking about that. If there's interest, I'll do it. And if it sucks, I'll, I'll change topics. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.